0: Welcome back to the all-purpose pod for an all-purpose life. Whoever you are today, however you're listening to the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast, thank you again for making They Call Me Mr. You just a small part of your morning, your day, and your week with we your weekly mirror check before you go change the world. Thank you again for joining us. We love all of the responses from our social media platforms on Facebook, Twitter, even LinkedIn, but definitely our new platform, Good Pods, where you can rate and review every one of our episodes anytime you want. Any episode, any season. Thank you for jumping on to that. Download the Good GoodPost app today. It's totally free. We appreciate all the support that we've been getting so far. Love to have some more from you guys. So thank you again for supporting the show. So, I want to jump into the episode today. This is one of those episodes that's really been on my heart. And I really hope that this is uh, enlightening to you. Encouraging. Uh I've been hanging on to this one for a little while. We're trying to kind of just passing through it. Just trying to just see where I should be heading direction wise know, what I should say, what I shouldn't say. We're going to go ahead and let it all hang out. Okay. Finally, I want to give a huge shout out to all of our listeners. First off, uh, I'm shouting you out because your support of the show has taken, they call me Mr. You to the top of the business and entrepreneurship charts. Now I mentioned that, uh, Not for any random reason, but to the point. I want to give you guys a shout out because when we started our show, it kind of wasn't the plan. This would not sound so amazing ordinarily, except that our show, They Call Me Mr. You, the topics that we were talking about and that we were targeting were not really connected to the business realm whatsoever. As a matter of fact, we probably used less uh, topics regarding business and business quotes and things of entrepreneurship for the first, almost first full two seasons. So we hardly ever did that, if at all. We discussed uh, professional aspects of my life and I offer some general coaching tips about networking and the workplace and talking to people and treating people right and stuff like that. But that's just because I just believe in certain disciplines in life and I try to employ those and I talk about them here because it's just kind of natural to do that. When I'm talking to family, but you know, the, the show has been rising on these charts, specifically the business chart and the entrepreneurship chart, which is incredible. I mean, that being said, I want to talk to you briefly about something that's been uh, on my heart, very important to me. The topic by itself might be the most polarizing one yet. I'm not hoping for that, but it's a good chance that can happen just because of what we're talking about today. But hey, bring it on. I'm here for it. But this is important to a lot of people. And most of you guys are beginning to see that we're branching out into the realm of business chatter. We're not really chatter, but we're just talking more about business and and entrepreneurship. And it's kind of branching out into other areas that we didn't originally start in our first season, which is good. It means we're kind of evolving in some ways and we're kind of becoming more uh, balanced in some ways as well. But this is an important topic to a lot of people. I hope it's important to you as well and you will keep on listening today. To this episode, but if you hate this country and you rather live in France or Norway, feel free to not listen today. Honestly, it's no offense. You can pick it up next week. But if you hate this country and you rather live in France than Norway, but you you listen to our show, you're not going to enjoy this episode. It's not going to be encouraging to you whatsoever because this is about country. It's about freedom. It's about independence, and that's what we stand up behind. And this topic is going to be about that today. So I'm giving you a chance, guys, to go ahead and check out if you think if you think you have to. If you want to hang in, I encourage you to do so. But just to put this episode into proper perspective, right off the top, I want you guys to know. I say this to everybody that's been listening that knew me from the past, knew me when I was a kid, knew me as a teenager and as a grown-up, a young adult. I love this country. I love the United States of America. I love the idea of freedom. I love actual freedom, personal, financial, spiritual. I love justice. I love liberty. And by God, I love free enterprise. If that is offensive to you, sorry about your look. This episode is going to be all about that today. This matters to the majority of people that live in this country, and it always will, despite popular belief. But there's a lot that's disputed in the history books that we read as children that our children currently read about. One thing that's not in dispute is that people from other countries recognize the freedoms we have here. And they travel by many waters and many lands to get here to experience it. There's no dispute of that fact. If you ask them this question, you probably hear many different answers. But I'll ask you today. I want you to think about it. If you feel free, if you're bold enough to answer it on our social media platforms, where our post for today's show is going to be, I'd love to hear your responses, but here's the question. Are you ready? Here's the question. In your opinion, what is the American dream? In your opinion, not out of a book, don't Google it. I'm asking you your opinion. What is the American dream? You can drop your comments and responses to this question on our Facebook page at They Call Me Mr. You or on the Twitter machine at call Me Mr. U M-I-S-T-A-Y-U. Or your message and review on our new platforms, GoodPods. What is the answer to that question, in your opinion? What is the American dream? If you have to consult your dictionary, you're probably going to find this definition of the American dream. It reads the ideal that every citizen of the United States should have an equal opportunity to achieve success and prosperity through hard work, determination, and initiative. I read it again. It's the ideal that every citizen excuse me, It's the idea that every citizen of the United States should have an equal opportunity to achieve success and prosperity through hard work, determination, and initiative. That is the dictionary's definition of the American dream. Ask practically anybody, and the idea of this dream will invoke all kinds of thoughts and pictures. We see it laid out during sporting events. We see it during great moments in history, historical dates and events in our country, holidays. We see pictures and images of the dream laid out all the time. You'll see white picket fences with American flags. You'll see people who don't speak English working in factories for years until one day they had their own business. You'll see some kind of symbol of moving upward and rising above adversity to be successful and to prosper. It's been argued that money has replaced traditional American values. It's been argued that the worship of material possessions has undermined what America is supposed to be all about. We can dispute that. I'm okay with discussions in that regard. There are some that believe in this great country, no matter what your station or your rank, you should be able and allowed to have a happier and better life in this country we call America. Is the dream that we just asked you about? About material blessings or spiritual blessings? Is the dream about position and stature? Or well, he said about purpose and living life to the fullness. Martin Luther King Jr.'s speech was famous and still rings in our ears to this day. rolled role rings in our hearts. He said, I still have a dream. It is a dream deeply rooted in the American dream. I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up and live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident. That all men are created equal. I have a dream to one day live in a nation. Where they will not be judged by the color of their skin. But by the content of their character. This pledge was in place before being replaced by the Pledge of Allegiance. This was the original pledge. And it reads, I believe in the United States of America. As a government of the people. By the people. For the people. hmm, Whose just powers are derived from the consent of the governed. A democracy and a republic and a sovereign nation of many sovereign states—a perfect union, one and inseparable—established upon those principles of freedom, equality, justice, and humanity, for which American patriots sacrificed their lives and fortunes. Honestly, we can talk about this all day long. People will espouse ideals about democracy and all people living together and they all matter in the big picture, inclusion, etc., so forth and so on. What's important for me to tell you today is don't forget the images of people traveling on the high seas from all kinds of horrible conditions to stand in this territory where they heard that freedom reigns. Don't forget about those images. Don't forget about those people. In their opinions, it was worth living for, but it was also worth dying for. It was worth living for, but it was most definitely worth dying for, too. I think that's significant. That's why I want to hang out for the rest of the episode, if it's okay with you guys. I can admit the idea of the American dream could mean different things to different people of different generations. These days, people can work from home And never take off their PJs. In times gone by, women that worked from home were not administrative and secretarial work. It was housework and only housework. Men that would work from their homes in those times would be laughed out of the neighborhood. They'd be considered less than a man, almost like a woman. Now, both are the norms in a lot of those scenarios in those specific times. These days, people decide they don't—they won't work because the government pays much more for doing nothing. I'm just saying. In those times, if people don't risk their lives in salt mines, their families would starve. How is that for perspective? Who would you say respects the idea of freedom more, huh? Who would you say respects the idea of freedom more? Is it the guy that sits in his mom's basement typing vitriol on his keyboard on a message board? Or is it the man that was born in a dictatorship and thought leaving home to find the freedom in a foreign land was worth a possible death at sea? Who would you say respects the idea of freedom more? Is it an old boy in his mom's basement typing junk on his keyboard? Or is it the man that was born in a dictatorship and ran away from it to go to a foreign land where he heard Freedom was potentially risking his life to get to it. Who values the idea of freedom more? I'm asking for a friend. Who cherishes the ideals of having the ability to think for himself? Who do you think, if it came down to it, is willing to fight for their freedom no matter the cost? Use your own scenarios. Who values freedom more? The point is that freedom and liberty and justice may sound like catchphrases to those in our social circles. Nice coffee mug and t-shirt moments, but to many, like my dad, myself, and so many that have fought for this country, it matters more than that. It's a matter of life and death to a lot of people. I mean, if it's true that the American dream is the belief that anyone regardless of where they were born or what class they were born into can attain their own version of success in a society in which upward mobility is possible for everyone. Then, how would that change your approach? If that were true, if you believe that, how has to changed your approach in the course of my regular routine? I, I meet folk from America born and raised all the time who don't believe in the integrity of work. And in contrast, Some believe that financial freedom is impossible, so the best thing they can do for their families is to hold down a career, don't make the boss mad, and try to do that for about 30 to 40 years or so, and hopefully be able to retire, have a pension, 401k, and live a comfortable life doing whatever, or at least have enough money to get by in today's economy. Do you believe that upward mobility is possible for anyone, everyone? no matter their background or situation? Do you believe that? Or is it the only way they really strike it rich is to hit the power ball or wait for a rich relative to leave you a piece of their empire? Can I tell you something about the American dream that you may be unaware of? May I do that today? This great country was built by innovators, inventors, creative genius. The problem with the history books is that several accomplishments were either attributed to the wrong person or not acknowledged at all. But this country was built and has evolved because of the creation of ideas and the introduction of solutions to existing problems. For lack of a better word, that's called entrepreneurship. It's not simply selling sneakers and sweatshirts on a street corner. Or Or creating a website that offers a healthy shake mix That's guaranteed to help you lose weight It's finding a solution for problems It's filling a need That's what entrepreneurship does that's a huge part And I can't Overstate that enough It's a huge part of the American dream If you listen to certain people You think these genius level ideas Come bursting through your front door And knock you off of the couch knocking a bowl of hot Cheetos out of your hand and your life is forever changed (laughs) as if could you for a moment tap into your imagination with me just for a minute tap into your imagination. Imagine if there was no traffic lights, no cure for polio, no compass, no television, no airplane, no automobile, no computer, no light bulb, no internet, no printing press, no combustion engine, No optical lens, no aircraft carriers, no radio, no anesthesia. Think about that for a bit. Tap into that for a minute. Just think about that. No matter what you think, we make positive progress with these and many other inventions. Perfect? No. But helpful to a lot of people in many ways. Absolutely. Email might get on your last reserve nerve because you get too many of those, but it solves a problem For people at a distance, though. It's not as personal and heartfelt as a letter written by hand, which I still love to this day, but it's faster to reach its destination. So it seems like this freedom is attainable from what I'm hearing so far, or at least worthy to be obtained. Why do so many people despise it? Yeah, that's the question. Why do so many people despise it? Why did they decline to appreciate its value? If somebody gave you an inheritance, would you dig a hole in the backyard and bury it? Or would you put it to use somehow? I believe something that is probably insane to you guys. But I believe this. I'm almost positive that none of my listeners are going to believe this 100%. I'm going out on the limb by saying this. Either way, I'm going to say it. I believe every person walking the earth and breathing air have the capacity to produce an idea that can change the world. Don't at me. I'm just but I, I told you in, in the beginning, a few minutes ago. I said you probably think this insane. Everybody's not gonna believe that 100%. I'm gonna say it again because I really, really believe this. Every person walking the earth and breathing air has the capacity, the ability, the innate ability to produce an idea that can change the world. I'll say one more time so there's no confusion. Pay attention, you guys in the back over there. Every person walking the earth and breathing air has the capacity to produce an idea that can change the world. Nothing to do with their background, their hometown, their schooling, their level of interest or their sphere of influence. Some of the greatest inventors, musical genius, technological innovators, and salt and such and such come from places that no one would expect this level of genius to come from there's no commonality or thread except these are human beings made in the image of god that's the only common thread they have the ability to dream and they have the ability to believe they can fight for a goal worthy to be achieved or they can do what's common instead They can justify their lack of effort and blame others, or they can refuse to lose and choose to win. Wherever people talk about America, you often hear the word resilience. That's not taught in America. It's not taught in third world countries. It's embedded in the human spirit. It's born out of desire and out of need. It's not part of your college coursework. You can't take a master class on Instagram about resilience. It's born out of desire. It's born out of need. Whether it's freedom for your family, having your own business, or making your community better. If it's a dream worth living for, it's a dream worth dying for. I'll say it again for you guys in the back over there. If it's a dream worth living for, it's a dream worth dying for. We are indeed in the greatest country in the world. Perfect, not by any stretch of the imagination. But no place can compare to it. We're privileged. We're blessed. Wherever you are today, how are you listening to the podcast for the people? Thank you again for making They Call Me Mr. You just a small part of your morning, your day, and your week Be your weekly mirror check before you go change the world. Thank you for joining us. Please continue to follow us on our social media platforms so to hear your response to the show there on Facebook at They Call Me Mr. You, on the Twitter machine at Call Me Mr. You, and on our new platform, Good Pods, wherever you or wherever you enjoy your podcast from. Thank you again for joining us. Have a wonderful day. Hope you enjoy the show. Enjoy the music. Coach out.